0: Hey everyone, this is Achyutabhava from Nightlight Astrology. Happy Monday, everybody. Today we are going to take a look at Venus's upcoming square with the planet Uranus, which isn't perfecting until the 19th, but is warming up this week and uh, probably is the transit of the week to be talked about. So I think we're going to talk about it today and then revisit it again at the end of the week, uh, maybe do sort of two different takes. Today, I think we're going to continue in the style that I presented last week, which is I made a list of all of the most consistent themes and patterns that I have seen from clients um, over the years and students, I guess all of my experiences combined, but a lot of these come from my client work with regard to Uranus-Venus transit. So in other words, when Uranus is transiting natal Venus in the birth chart, usually it's going to be a slower moving transit like that that shows up in a, you know, in a natal chart reading. When Uranus is transiting Venus in someone's birth chart, what kinds of things typically show up, which are not, it's very similar to what you're going to see potentially in a shorter window of time this week when Venus passes through the square to Uranus from um, Aquarius to Taurus. So um, let me put up the real-time clock and give you a look at it first, and then I'm going to walk you through some of the themes. I also uh, want to mention that At the end of this month, I I usually don't do a very good job of advertising this. So I just want to point you all to it right now. Excuse me. At the end of this month, if you go to my website, nightlightastrology.com, and click on the events page and go to the speaker series, you will find the new lineup of spring speakers. Once a season, I, I host three speakers. It's totally free. You can register On the website and get a link. We have three speakers. Martine Hermes is talking about aspects in astrology from the ancient Hellenistic perspective. Ren Butler will be with us talking about archetypal astrology on March 26th. And Jen Zart, one of my friends and colleagues, will be with us talking about astrology and gemstones. So, really cool series. It's all free. Check it out on my website, nightlightastrology.com. Go to the events page. The other quick announcement that I want to mention is that. <clears throat> once april hits i'm into promo uh, promotional mode for my upcoming spring classes which start in june um for the first week of april because so many people have asked i will for one week only i'll run the same prices that i offered through the kickstarter for my spring courses i will offer again just for one week Quite a few people have said, hey, I didn't have the money at the time or really wanted to take advantage of that. Could I still have that rate? And rather than making an exception to like a bunch of individual people, we just decided to open it up uh, for that first week of April so that if you want to use the early bird, there'll be like a, an extra early bird rate for one week. And uh, more about that toward the beginning of April. But just so that you guys know, that'll that'll be a one week special that we run at the beginning of April. That'll be for all of my 22 programs, whether it's my advanced programs or my new year one program that starts in June. Okay, let's put up the real time clock and take a look at this. So here you can see that Venus is at about seven degrees of Aquarius right now and moving toward Uranus by the end of this week. If we advance the clock a little bit, you're going to see that the engagement within three degrees really begins Tuesday into Wednesday and then The engagement really heats up, and by Saturday, the square is perfecting. What's interesting about this square is that it has the potential to be acting as something of a breakup uh, of Venus's enclosure between the malefics. We'll see how that works. It's also the case that most ancient astrologers would say that Venus isn't really enclosed until she's within three degrees of the malefics or seven degrees of the malefics on either side, which technically does not happen for uh you know up until about march 20th and then you would technically have the enclosure all the way from march 20th to about the 28th it's like a one week stretch where things could get a little dicey um but we are going to look today at some of the top themes that i have seen from venus uranus over the years in no particular order I hope I hope that you'll enjoy this. I feel like I, I'm laughing because you know Venus Uranus is one of the most colorful transits, I think out there. And it's really difficult as an astrologer to predict exactly how it will show up. For example, let's say that I have someone who's married and they're gonna get this Venus Uranus transit and they say, well, they know a little bit about astrology and they say, oh my God, you know it's, am I, is my marriage gonna break up?" And it's like, well, there's a real possibility. Yeah. Because one of the things that happens is the sudden urge, number one on my list, not because it's necessarily the, the top one, but it is probably up there, but it's the sudden urge for freedom in relationships. People just naturally, Venus, Uranus naturally seeks freedom of, uh, let's call it freedom of expression romantically. So if you're bored in a relationship, It is not uncommon to see affairs under Venus-Uranus. Venus-Uranus can show up and it can be the surprising, shocking transgression of boundaries or vows or whatever in a relationship. That's Venus-Uranus. And so if a client asks me, will my relationship break apart during this Venus-Uranus dynamic or in my birth chart, Uranus transiting Venus? Yeah, there's a possibility. You know, it depends. How's your, how's the health of your relationship? The other thing that's true about this, this transit is that sometimes relationships, uh, you know, have being in, being in a relationship with my wife now for 11 years. And I'm sure all of you out there can agree with this, regardless of how long you've been together with someone, you go through periods of time where there's breakthroughs. There are serious moments of like, we're stuck. In the relationship we need to level up somehow and then boom there's some kind of breakthrough and you evolve as a couple you have to rekindle the spark sometimes or sometimes you go through a period where you know your relationship is tested somehow and and then it rapidly evolves like uh you know like a like a snake sloughing off its skin so venus uranus could mean yeah, you know, you're going to seek something new and uh, you're going to seek freedom. And that might mean a, a relationship falling apart, or suddenly it could mean that this very same relationship breaks open and evolves. So it's not a simple black or white issue. It's not a simple black or white matter when Venus and Uranus get together as to whether a relationship will hold up. So that's part one is the sudden urge for freedom in relationships or breakthroughs in relationships i have them as two separate items on my list but they're sort of a pair and you can never it's really hard to say here's the thing most of the time the giveaway as to how venus uranus will express itself has to do with taking the pulse of the relationship you know um, you can you can feel you know as the relationship um most of the time it's not out of the blue suddenly that the relationship breaks apart with Venus Uranus with no prior warnings or signs of distress. Okay. Uh, Sometimes it is totally random. It'll still be sort of random and unexpected that something serves to break a relationship apart with Uranus Venus, but it's not that the relationship itself hasn't given you signs. So I always tell people with Venus Uranus, um, you know, if you feel like the relation, there's a, these, fault lines in the relationship, just don't leave them unaddressed because this is the kind of transit that will, uh, can give little earthquakes in relationships, especially if you're avoiding or neglecting those pressure points or fault lines or whatever we want to call them. Another um, wonderful way that Venus and Uranus have of expressing themselves is in terms of that, which is, strange but beautiful so when it comes to our aesthetic it could be a clothing choice it could be you know the decor in your bedroom or maybe it has something to do with the uh, the um the maybe you buy a used car that has a strange color you would never normally buy you'll find that the need for artistic or aesthetic revolution can be really strong sometimes that includes people having body work done Or getting a tattoo or suddenly deciding to um, have some plastic surgery or, you know, anything that has to do with an interesting or innovative take on beauty, non-normal or some kind of um, exploratory, exploratory, is that a word? I think so. Or experimental. So experimentation and beauty, spontaneity and strange beauty, anything that breaks the mold or that seeks sudden and rapid change around an aesthetic or something's appearance. Um, You know, if you think about also um, anything that's alluring or intoxicating in the realm of beauty or desire, but is also sort of strange or even mysterious, uh, Venus-Uranus. If you think about The obsession with youthfulness, like Venus Uranus can be very much like the never ending search for the eternal youth, the fountain of eternal youth. I I have to, I still have to figure out why my camera sometimes just goes blurry. And then I have to like bring it back. I think it's because I'm moving somehow and it has this autofocus thing. Anyone knows anything about cameras and has any advice? Let me know. Um, So the obsession with youth though, whether it's like, okay, I've got a new cream or I'm going to a spa to try an experimental skin treatment or something like that. um, This would be Venus Uranus. And I don't make, I'm not trying to make fun of it at all. Like um, I think if it gets to a point where we are offended by aging or we're offended by, Growing old, then there's something quite wrong, <laughs> you know, because aging is beautiful in its own way. Uh, the, the obsessiveness with staying young or looking young, uh, never growing old, freezing, you know, even something like, um, you know, whatever these, these, like a cryogenic, let me freeze myself when I die so that I can be reborn later when the technology is there. Uh, want to stay young forever, you know, the, this kind of thing in general. And, and the, the, the truth is that there's a little bit of a Frankenstein aspect to Venus Uranus where the alterations we make to ourselves sometimes make us into monsters. Um, the strange beauty can be a def- like almost like deformed in the name of beauty or something like that. Um, so beauty in the cult of youthfulness. Um, <clears throat> falling in love again. Maybe you've been single for a long time and suddenly you're possessed by a romantic impulse. That would be very Venus Uranus. Uh, love affairs, I already mentioned as a very Venus Uranus dynamic. Um, one thing that I think is uh, important to mention is there's this weird... There's this one weird pattern that's like more destructive and kind of darker than the rest with Venus Uranus that I've noticed over time. And it's the urge or impulse to destroy or desecrate things that are beautiful or sacred or clean to make them dirty, to spray paint something, uh, you know, with, with nasty, hateful words or anything that would defile, degrade, um, desecrate something that is, beautiful or clean, whether it's like, oh, I'm going to desecrate a beautiful area in a park, or um, someone's going to um, defiantly spray paint over a nice art mural on a wall in a a downtown area somewhere. Now, don't get me wrong. I know that I actually, you know, sometimes people doing uh, mural work and spray paint work is totally beautiful. So I'm not, you get what I'm saying. Some act of like, let me deface something the, the urge to take something Venusian and make some kind of defiant uh, statement over the top of it, or, um, you know, to take something that's clean and to act out in that space. Um, I remember when I was a kid, there was a phase that I went through. It was very short phase. It was, I think I must've been about 13 or 14 years old. And, you know, um we you know just we would like look for people's houses like teacher oh here's a nice house and we would throw eggs at the windows you called we called it egging someone's house terrible thing to do right it's very venus uranus if i think about it you know um interestingly uh, there was i had there was some venus uranus aspects right around that age and i've always taken note of that so Um, I don't know if you guys ever got into that kind of stuff. Hopefully you didn't. And I certainly don't want to like, you know, glorify vandalizing people's property, but anytime there's an impulse to be rebellious in the, in the presence of something clean or beautiful, that can be this weird Venus Uranus, this expression of Venus Uranus. Ren Butler in his, um, in his book, The Archetypal Universe, which by the way, again, you can see Ren give a talk in my speaker series at the end of this month. He mentions the transformation of Cinderella from uh, sort of this stepchild who is, uh, if I remember correctly, the story, um, who is, uh, you know, covered in, in ashes because she's cinders, because she's uh, cleaning all the time and she goes to the ball and she has this total transformation. So if you think of a metamorphosis of a Venusian character, it's kind of rebirthing or renaissance of Venus. Uh, Ren Butler mentions that in his book. That's a really great one. Um, non-normal, or I will call them, I should say maybe non-status quo expressions of beauty or sexuality. Um, so any, any kind of sexual orientation, whether it's someone who, who maybe someone's coming out of the closet. I've seen many of my clients over the years, you know, break the news to family members, uh, come out publicly, um, you know, under a uranus venus dynamic. And so it's, it's liberating, but also sometimes, you know, there's pain and there's the, the transformation is shocking or jolting, and sometimes even traumatizing, um, when there's expressing your sexuality more openly than you have in the past or something like that. But any kind of going against the grain in terms of sexual, sexuality, sexual identity, um, by, you know, heteronormative by that, I mean, by status quo, I mean, probably just like heterosexual, anything that would be, um, you know, even someone just saying, look, I want to be in an open relationship or something like that. Uranus Venus. Um, there's also just a, a general streak of fun and freedom, spontaneity versus things that are planned. Um, and the seeking of unusual or interesting forms of pleasure. Uh, the these kinds of uh energies are very common. Let's let's make some crazy uh like yesterday, you know, my girls were making some crazy fort out of pillows and boxes, and they had this crazy game that it was, you know, just really bizarre. And I just thought, oh, there's Venus Uranus coming in the air. <laughs> Things always get so creative. And um, It wasn't so much, I mean, every kid makes forts, I guess, but it was the game they were playing. They were, there was this whole story that they created and it was very provocative. And like, like I was like, oh, that's weird. They're, they're like a little off the deep end right now, but that's good. I'm, you know, I'm happy for them. So, so you get that kind of energy, fun, freedom, exploration around what pleasure, what constitutes pleasure or spontaneity versus things that are planned or habitual, breaking the mold. Um, similarly, there is the attraction to the wild child. It's like, Oh, great. I just hope my, you know, like as a parent, I'm like, I I'm, you know, dear God, let my daughters not have a Uranus Venus transit when they're in high school and get attracted to, you know, the person who drives their car 90 miles an hour, (laughs) you know? So any, anytime there's an attraction to what is dangerous, off the beaten track, you know, uh, unplanned, you know, whatever, um, that attraction to what is wild, different, strange, provocative, uh, in a person. We all have had times where you, it's like a gravitational pull to someone who is fun. And oftentimes there's like a really intense sexual chemistry, but wow, is it not a good idea? You know, <laughs> you know, that can be very Venus Uranus as well. Um, I'd also say that there is something about flaunting. Okay. You know, so some, and you guys know this too, there's probably a phase that you've all gone through. I can think I probably went through something like this. And I certainly remember this being a part of my high school experience that when you're trying to find your own voice, your own style, that sometimes you go through phases where you're also flaunting your, your yourself. There's like, look at me, look at how different I am. And sometimes this is also. That could be positive, but maybe it's a little bit of a shadow of Venus Uranus, is the need to be so different that you become provocative, you become a bit of the rebel without a cause, you become uh, someone who is trying to draw attention to themselves purely by virtue of trying to look or be different, someone who is compulsively attracted to that, which is rebellious or different, um, and there's like a chip on the shoulder that's not so healthy, so you have to watch for some of those shadow sides as well. So as we prepare for Venus and Uranus this week, I would love to hear your stories. Venus-Uranus is coming through by Saturday, but you're going to see this build as the week goes on. So good to stay aware of it here at the outset of the week, especially since I think it is the transit of the week. Mercury is moving into a sextile with Uranus this week. I think that's interesting too, a little Uranian energy in the air, especially since Mercury is also in the sign of Venus's exaltation. Um, We'll see. We'll see how it all unfolds uh you tell me your stories in the chat box use the hashtag grab put venus uranus if you'd like to if that's the one uh tell us a story otherwise if you feel like emailing it's grabbed at nightlight remember we don't respond to those emails we just aggregate them and then share your stories later can't wait to see what comes in this week should i feel like venus uranus always brings us some pretty fun stories so That is it for today. I hope you guys are off to a great start of your week. I look forward to more soon. Don't forget the speaker series. You can check it out on my website, nightlightastrology.com. We'll be running a sale the first week of April for my spring courses, both the advanced courses and the upcoming year one course. So stay tuned for that as well. All right. That's what I've got for today. Take it easy, everyone. Bye.